Hey guys, welcome to another Midwest Flyways podcast. We are super pumped. We have a great buddy of ours here tonight, Derek Helms, have an awesome episode set up for you guys. I just want to say, if you have a chance, send your favorite podcast we've done to a friend, see if he likes it too, leave us a review, and let's get some intro music going, Carter. Joey just stubbed the shit out of his toe. Joey bonked his toe like he deserves. Oh, he's on his knees and he's crying and the vein on his forehead is popping out. And Lonnie, you can't do it. The frickin' turtle's showing on his thigh. Thanks so much for listening to this week's Midwest Flyways podcast. Obviously, we have a great guest on here today. It's Derek Helms with Outlaw. Derek. Hello, Midwest Flyways. And we are so excited to announce this podcast is now brought to you by Outlaw Light, the best beer I've literally ever had. You really like it that I much? I love it. I really like it, yeah. And I told Derek, the thing is, like, when I first tried it, I had my first sip with him, and he was like, that's not your first sip. And I was like, yeah, literally is. I hadn't had it. And, dude, it tastes like Rolling Rock, which I think at least, and I love Rolling Rock. Me and I, you kind of I stole grew, Rolling Rock I our lives. Grow right? up stole, stealing it from my yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah. That's me, that's what me we, and you. That's the nostalgia we want to have. We want yeah. to <laughs> nostalgia taste to the time that you were stealing alcohol from your parents and they didn't know. And now on the podcast, you're hearing about it now for the first time. Yeah. Or oh, no, the thirtieth no. time for Joe. For Joe. No, I think Rob Rob caught us every time, pretty much. No, well, he's just like, well, as long as you're doing it here, he's you gotta know. drop that rock. <laughs> So, no, yeah. so not only did we steal it, but his dad was fine with it, it sounds like. So not stealing, really. He knew. Yeah. He wasn't pumped about uh, the wine. The wine. Yeah, or the Grey Goose. Or the Maker's Mark. He really wasn't pumped about the Grey Goose. The Maker's Goose. Mark. Yeah, at 14, I figured out that if you pour water in it, it looks like you didn't steal any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a long day, and he poured, he poured like a three-finger pour, and he was like, this is water. <laughs> My dad never drank. Oh. And so he would only drink when like clients were coming over. And so one time he's like, hmm, that little shit. This is pure water. <laughs> and that's how you cut it. Like, nah, dad, that's how we cut it for the client. Trying nah. to make more money. Doesn't it taste more like Dr. Pepper? <laughs> Put some mystery. Dude, Pitt it was in. so funny too because Rob really didn't drink very often. Never. Like, I really never saw your dad drink. But then I remember there was one time where he was ice fishing and it was like negative 10 outside. Mm. And right before he was going out, to take the sled out and go check all of his stuff. He, uh, he took two shots of Grey Goose. Yeah. Really? I swear, dude. And then he just, he was like, it was like he was warming up. No, that's your first and layer. And then he, that one, then he went out. And I literally, I don't remember ever seeing him do that ever. Quick question for you. Have you ever yes, done the, the shot of brandy in the morning to warm up before you're duck hunting? No. Um, but post hunt, I did do a shot of brandy to warm up and then, um, when I was on a hunt in Alaska, we did like a shot of brandy after we shot the caribou. It was like a little warm up. Yeah. Uh, but there was a there's a client that was at Falco that after every hunt that they would do, he would have like a um, flask and then shot glasses for everybody, and then he would do the same cheers at the end of every hunt, and it was pretty cool. It was That's sick. A very vulgar cheers, but like there'd be like I don't know ten, eight, twelve, like hands in the middle every time, and I always thought that was cool. I was like. Yeah, if if I was ever a client of an outfitter and I was with all my friends and I was paying to go on a hunt, I would have like some really good bourbon or something lined up for yeah, yeah. after the hunt to celebrate. And I think like the celebration of a hunt is good, and that's why like outlaw and Midwest flyways play because after the hunt you can celebrate, you can talk hunt. about it. 
post hunt celebration well, how beer. Many, yeah, how many hunting trips have you been on where you're cleaning birds and you're drinking a beer? Every for sure. single. You get thirsty one. when you're blown into the calls. That's true. That's true. And the dust? Don't even get me started on the corn and the bean dust. You know, you get some of that. You got to wash that down with a cold beer while you're cleaning birds. Mm-hmm. A feather in your throat. <laughs> Better wash it down with a cold owl. Outlaw Light, the official beer of Post Hunt Sellies. Kind of, I think it. Outlaw, Mile High Light beer. Sorry, dude. I yeah. No, no. You can say Outlaw Light, but I'm I'm gonna, I might say Outlaw Light still. I don't care what you do. Okay. We I should do a limited light. run of cans with a with a duck on it or a goose on it. Instead of antlers. Well, this is an exclusive Midwest Flyways announcement, but uh, to the Kansas and Missouri listeners of Midwest Flyways, this fall, if you look for a 24-pack or a 12-pack of Outlaw in your beer stores, you may have to look harder because it may start with, it may rhyme with ammo and start with a C, case. So be on the lookout for a little different <clears throat> camo case in the future. <gasps> Oh, a camo case! Oh my god! Good reaction, really? Joey. Yes, we'll have a camo case. Oh, same shit. delicious beer in the same beautiful blue can, wrapped in a sexy <laughs> camo case. I love that. So you got to be on the lookout for that. It All is right. pretty good. I was, I was like, okay, it's definitely heavier than a normal light beer. It just has like that little bit of aftertaste. But I drank five really easily on a Tuesday, and I'm like, oh, okay, I can dig it. Yeah, you can crush them. You oh, no, I can, I've been crushing them. And uh, it's good. It's light. And wherever we sell it, we sell it at the same price as all domestic beer. So it's like, it's a. So what is it, a case? Uh, there was a Costco in Pennsylvania that we sold for thirteen ninety nine a 24-pack. Let's go, That's boys. That's $14 for 24 beers. It's a value. It's a value beer. Delicious in there for you. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's uh, a love beer. Dude. It's just light beer here for you. The new blue. I can't lie. All this all this talk about like post hunt celebrations kind of get me a little fired up. Pretty fired for Oh, dude, I'm I'm fired, fired. Because people are starting to call me and being like, what are, you doing? what are you doing this year? Like yeah. we going we going here this year, we're doing that. And I'm like, oh shit. Dude, what are some of your favorite things that get you guys like pumped as you start into like fall? Yes. Great question, Cal. Yeah. yeah. On my drive. Men. Up here, there yeah. was some belly scraping Tonys, <laughs> 10 feet over, just some long neck bastards, right? Detasseling corn on the way back to their nighty night pond. <laughs> like, I said, boys, you better lift up. The landing gear's going to get you caught. And they, they detasseled some more corn <laughs> and landed in the pond like a bunch of just ignorant, unathletic goobers. And I said, the fall is here. The oh, fall yeah. is here. Yeah, they don't dude. know what they're doing. No. They're all over the place, and they can barely fly. They're all vulnerable. They're drunk and vulnerable. They're ready. They're and ready. it fires dude. me up for the fall. So that. It's a blonde freshman. Seeing geese belly scrape and learn how to fly, it sounds dark, but it just gets me fired up. Yeah. No, I totally get that. That's pretty. Joey, what's yours? Well, like I was just saying, like getting phone calls from a bunch of people and yep. being like, hey, what are we doing in between game fair weekends? It's like, it's going to be hot, but we're going to drink a lot of beer. And we <laughs> might shoot four geese, and we might shoot 400. I don't know. Yep. But you can shoot 15 a day. So, like, the lure is always there. And it's like, okay, I have so many friends going to North Dakota. Who do I hunt with while we're there? And where do I go? 
and whatever, and the duck opener is just around the corner. Oh, dude. Yeah, oh, dude. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped for a duck opener this year. I'll tell you guys a, so bit, a bittersweet one that gets me pumped up. I was checking the weather today. Next week, overnight, 57. Because it's been we like 80. Yeah, we need that yeah, drop. It's, it's been like 80 at 80. night. Hit 57 and then hit 47. And then... Yeah. That's Once you start seeing forties at night, oh, that gets me fired up. Dude, it was, I mean, like, it sad, was one year at fired. opener, it was like thirty three degrees. Like the night of opener. Chile. It's like holy shit. You remember that? What was that like yeah. three years ago? Yeah. I was like twenty 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 freezing that morning. I'm like, whoa. Cause in years past I'm in a swimsuit. Yeah. Literally didn't wear right. waders. Jean shorts and a camo shirt. Yeah, just jorting out. <laughs> yeah, was jorting that the like, night that you and I slept out there? Or was that a year before that? That was a year before that. I think that. it was a year before that when Matt and Jake slept out there. Yeah. It was cold. Dude, it was so cold, bro. Don't worry, guys. I got this shift. Yeah. <laughs> it's 32 degrees. We've all paid dues. Yeah. We've all yeah. paid dues now. We paid our dues last year, right? Yep. Me and you slept out there last year and the year before. Oh, uh, but we don't have the same group of people. No. Damn. So we're we'll probably right. going to do it again. <laughs> for all the, key- yeah, out for there. all the keyboard warriors saying that Cal and Joey don't grind, they slept out there last year. Public land, bro. Slept. Sleeping on a sandbar in waiters. Don't think I won't. Yeah, don't think all I for won't. you listeners and I viewers. do it. I made this for you. I made it for yeah. you, dude. And and the year before that, our buddies did it. Yeah, slept in a boat. I made a hot pot of Kool Aid, brother. Yeah, me and Joey did it last year. Is the year before that, our buddies did it instead of me and Joey. What would be better, the sleeping on the boat or sleeping on the sandbar? Um, <laughs> well, I tell you what, sleeping on the blacktop. Uh, ball. That's up next. Shut and the fuck up. <laughs> me and me and Joey. So I'll say funny. this: when me and Joey started sleeping on the sandbar, it was pretty good. But unfortunately, um, the water, water rose. continued to rose, to rise, rose. It was, it was rising, and um, it was rising. <laughs> it was rose so high that by the time me and Joey were waking up, <laughs> there's some water in the waders. Oh, yeah, bad. the water was legit. Like it literally. Like your we, shoulders and we are set, wet when you wake bro, up. It's like, fuck. hey, we had dude. We're crazy bastards. So we set up layout blinds, yeah, and we hunt. We sleep in layouts, and we hunt on a sandbar in socks on the opener. Yeah, that we you you work harder than most. So anyway, I'm not doing as we're anymore. sleeping in our layout blinds, the water continues to rise. So it became quite an uncomfortable scenario. But um, I would say sandbar if the water doesn't come up enough. Yep. Right. You can't get sand in your buns in a boat. So I think I'd take a boat, but yeah. You do what you got to do. Less comfy in the boat, though. Like, the sand is comfy. Yeah, yeah. You can, or, like, sleeping in... Yeah, if you have a good layup line. I just take the Alps. I don't even care. <laughs> I mean, like, my... You know, do I do I move it when we hunt opener? Yeah, but do the birds even know we're there anyway? No. Yeah, they do. And it's so comfy. <laughs> they do. They're just so dumb. They don't know what to do. <laughs> so vulnerable. So, so vulnerable. So lost and vulnerable. Yeah. 100%. So vulnerable. Yeah, there's a lot of things that get me fired up. Seeing mature corn... Good corn. The corn corn starting to get uh, farmers pulling sized. combines out of uh, big barns. Yep. They just um, harvested the wheat across the road. Say it. Say it again. Say what they did. They harvested the wheat. Yeah. They nice. harvested the wheat. That'll get you fired <laughs> up. If you're listening to this, they're harvesting wheat around Joey. Well, and in North Dakota, they're already harvesting wheat. Yep. August 1st. Saw Connor Neva. Harvesting. 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 Harvesting wheat. Yeah. No, that'll get you fired up. It's my safe word, by the way. <laughs> wheat. Get you fired up. If there's not the wheat, it doesn't count. If you say wheat, it's like, nope. Nope. Yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah. Doesn't matter. 
Uh, so, Derek, have you settled down anywhere lately? Yeah, I live in um, Jackson, Wyoming. Um, big money, but big the, money. I uh, yeah, I got a I got a bed there, and cool. then I got the bed of my truck. I sleep out of that one a lot, and just been traveling all over the place in the last like three months um, for Outlaw, trying trying to film a bunch of different good organic videos of hardworking people. So if you're a hardworking person between here and between Minnesota to Denver, uh, let me know because I'd probably like to film you. And I want to try and film like uh, a lot of younger agricultural people, um, welders, electricians, plumbers, manual labor, like that type of stuff. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of like what I've been doing for a while. But yeah, Jackson's my home. Uh, I like living there. There's good food, good skiing, and uh, the like. Elk shed openers fun, and fishing's fun. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, that's where that's where I call home. But I definitely travel a lot. I just like to drive a lot. So, I get antsy if I sit at home for like a month. That I'm like, you know, it'd be yeah. fun if I drove for 18 hours. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was crazy when Roy and I did that trip uh, last uh, winter, and we were bopping through Wyoming, um, the food was seriously insane. Like it's every good. little dinky small town, there's like a very progressive restaurant where like you go into like, let's say Sheridan and it's like, it's a bigger city, but you go to the outskirts and it's like, oh, there's a bar and grill. You go into the bar and grill. It's like extremely renovated on the inside. Super nice. And the menu is like extensive. And you're yeah. like, well, can you really do that many things? Well, you know, you instantly think that. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh boy. Yes, yeah. they do. I was like, hey, what do you, what's really good here? And she's like, I mean, shit, what are you in the mood for? I was like, I kind of want a burger. She's like, okay, do you like chicken? And I was like, yeah. I was like, cool. She's like, well, you don't like this. Chicken. No, to Roya. Oh, sure. <clears throat> so I got an unbelievable burger at one place, and then I got um, a club sandwich at a different one. Fire. Yeah. Like better than any top end. What? <laughs> Any top end. You got so excited. You were like, (laughs) Joey got so excited. He was like, "Ah, better than any top end golf course. The top end golf course. (laughs) Like better than any top end golf course. Seriously. Yeah. I was blown away. Yeah, dude. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That's, there's like half a million people who live in the state of Wyoming. So you don't want to piss anybody off if they're going to be a consumer, I think. And everybody has good food and like a good menu. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff to do around Wyoming. It's easy to just drive into Montana or drive into Idaho and go fish or go camp or yeah, just go sit on a ridge and talk about your feelings to yourself. What made you move there, dude? Um, I always wanted to move out west since like growing up in Minnesota, I always wanted to move out west and then when I was in school at South Dakota, <clears throat> after that I got the opportunity to go down and work at Stewart Ranch full time. I'd guided for him for two years before that. And then the third season after that season, I would like drive down for a week and film with clay. And then, um, after like a couple months of that, he was like, Hey, I got an empty bunkhouse. Would you be interested in like moving down here? And I was like, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. So I moved down there. So I guess it was just like, I went to Oklahoma. I will. I wanted to go West, but I went to Oklahoma for the, for like a job opportunity Yeah, and multiplied like all those opportunities and lived in Texas Lived in Dallas and McKinney, and then after that, I was like, I definitely want to like move out west. So it's just a matter of like time. Like I had good jobs, and I did what I like wanted to do in Oklahoma, and then it was like, all right, yeah, now I can go to Wyoming, and that's why I chose like to go out there. I always wanted to like even in high school, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna move to Idaho. 
people be like, why? It's like, I don't know. I just think it's a good state. Yeah. But with family and stuff, it's like, I, I could see myself like in Wyoming or Montana, but even on the Eastern side now, cause it's like a three day drive to see your mom and dad and your siblings is like not as fun as a one day drive. So yeah. that's kind of the thing is like, yeah, the whole two day driving to go see everybody's tough. But uh, yeah, it's wide open and it's big and I like the mountains and I like the three different weather patterns in a day. Like it can be like yeah. cloudy and rainy and sunny all in the same day. So did I you like know that. like a lot of people in Wy- in Jackson, Wyoming? You said no. your cop buddy, right? Yeah. Yeah. One of that's my, it? Yeah. No, one of my good buddies from college uh, was a police officer in Jackson and um, he lived out there for uh, like almost two years and like loved it and had a spare room. And I was like, Hey, I'd love to like rent your spare room if it's possible. I got a little bit more. Thanks, Trey. Um, and he was, yeah. And uh, moved out there and had been his roommate since. And I think I'm a good roommate because like I'm never there. Like, For sure. Sorry, pay Great rent. Roommate. Yeah. Never there. So yep. that's a good bonus. But we'll like, um, he grew up skiing in Bloomington and I grew up skiing in like Mankato. And when you grow up skiing in Minnesota, your 17 second run um, is right. all you know. So when you have an opportunity to go ski like a mountain and have like an hour and a half to get down from top to bottom. It's really fun. So yeah, I just skied after working at Falco all last fall and filming like the whole season. And I got back in February and then skied for like 30 yeah, days. Talk about um, the cool shit you did over at Falco because I was just like, it's so cool. Cause you kind of like changed the game. Like you did a subscription service for them and whatever, just kind of touch on that for a sec. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a, um, a series called Falco Beyond the Blind. And the goal was, I love watching how companies and people work together. And I love watching um, kind of like reality TV show. I love watching like Barstool Sports where they show how the company grows and how people are arguing and how people have like, you know, tension real, between real their conflict. job, real conflict. And I wanted to do that in the hunting world. And Falco has a great crew of guys that are different in ages. There's, you know, older gentlemen, you know, husbands and wives and single guys that are older and you got younger guys. And, uh, ever since they started Falco started, I like pitched an idea to them. Keaton Rowe and I pitched an idea to them and they were like, Hey man, like we like it, but we're just going to like try to work everything out internal from like their inception. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, let me know if you ever want anything like in the future, I'd love to like help out. I like what you guys are doing and I like the message almost four years later go by of us just like passing through everything. And I was like, Hey, I really want to do this this year. I want to make a reality live in season vlog that basically every 10 to 12 days, people can watch something. They can be in season. They can see how the birds are in the beginning of the season. They can see how many birds there are in November. They can see how many birds there are in December and February and January. So, but also just like pump these videos out. So it was a challenge to myself to basically film for, seven days edit a video on the eighth day and upload the video on the ninth day and then go back and just film like the next week like nothing happened so it was yeah. like and each of the videos were 18 to like 22 minutes and it was like seven days of hunting kind of the background storyline of like what was going on some stuff about the clients if the clients wanted to be in there but just basically like why are we hunting this why are we scouting this and then who's going to hunt this and then i challenged myself throughout the whole season to just like pick different spots because you're filming a guided client hunt. So people are paying really good money to be sitting in the blind and it's not going to get ruined by me. And I take a lot of pride in not having the birds flare. So I'd right. park it far down the fence rope, cover myself up really good and just be invisible. And like some of the clients I'd leave mid hunt and go to my truck and they'd be like, I didn't even know there was a guy over there. And that was the goal. It's like, yeah. oh, I want you guys to have your hunt. And then at the end, be able to watch an episode. So 
it was just a really intense year of filming. It was like 90 days of like filming every day. And, um, all the guys at Falco, I have nothing but the best things to say. Like all the young guys are really nice. And, um, Harold is one of the owners and he's kind of like a old school, stubborn Arkansas duck hunter and stuck in his ways. And he's like, man, I don't really give a damn if you're sharing all of our secrets and shit like that. So I don't really want you to film it. And now, like, Harold and I are good friends, and he, like, wanted, he was, there's parts in the episodes where he would, like, hey, what if we did this by episode three? So, it was cool to have everybody, like, want to tell the story, want to share, like, why they care this much, and then um, that was all wrapped up in these weekly episodes, and then in the episodes, uh, when the viewers would watch them, we would launch them, and they'd all get an email, everyone who subscribed would get an email, and they're, like, the new video is live, and then in each of the videos, it would be, like, a fun prompt, where halfway through, they'd be, like, hey, What's your favorite diver species? Comment in the subscription channel below and we'll pick one of the winners to win a prize, a Falco t-shirt or like a Yeti cooler or something like that. That was the goal. So the subscription in a way was a lottery ticket to win something for free. Like a buddy of mine signed up and every week we would do a random wheel spin and he got a dive bomb, you know, waterproof gun case. And he was like, yeah, it was badass. I paid for four months and I got a gun case for it. And like, I watched all the episodes and I got to see what you were doing. So it was just a, a way to watch and win. That was my goal. I wanted to like have something where people could pay attention to the whole episode for a chance to win something just by paying attention. Yeah, that's and cool. It was, it was cool. Cause like our viewership throughout the entire episode was like a hundred percent. Like no one wow. signed off halfway through. It'd be like 98, 97, 96%. Where people would watch the whole episode through, and you can see on the graph like where they'd back out. But since some of our giveaway information was at the end for that episode, they'd all stick through. So I was like, that was my goal. I just wanted to have somebody signing up with like basically like, hey, every month I'll like have a chance to win something if I just yeah. participate and pay attention and build also, a community. What I thought was really cool about it is not only are they paying for a hunt, but their hunt was filmed. So yeah. then they can show everyone else like this is this episode I was on this episode. Yeah. One of the, this is funny. One of the clients, he was like, we had great hunts, but he, I think he wanted me to film his dog working, which yeah. I wasn't doing. Cause like his dog was his dog and I wasn't going to film his dog. But, uh, the next time they came back, they came early in season and we filmed them and then they came back at the end of the season and they were like, I didn't see any of us in the episode. And I was like, Oh, you want to be in the episode? Like you're big, big big wig guy like you want to be in the episode and then after that hunt in the following episode i was like what'd you think of it and he was like it was fantastic and he walked like right off the camera yeah. i was like big guy for camera eh like yeah 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 you really wanted to be on camera until it's time to point the camera at you <laughs> no and, like shit. we just had an insane insane mallard hunt like it was a seven man in an hour and 40 minutes on a tiny little cattle tank and they were hiding underneath a bullshit like dead tree and i'm sitting behind him in a dead tree pile and it was like phenomenal footage and it yeah had a great hunt and they were done early and they're like well let's go have a bloody mary and i was like all right you're on camera now what do you think he was like it was good he skeetered <laughs> out of there i was like you wanted to be on camera man i was trying to get you on camera but yeah no it was a lot of fun just having that dynamic and having people be like so where can i watch this hunt back and be like oh there's a little pamphlet in your room where you're staying you can scan the code and sign up and like we did like the seven day free trial so people could still do the seven day free trial, watch the whole series at the yeah. end. And then now it's all on YouTube. So, um, it's on YouTube and we're going to try, we're going to do another season next year that I'm going to help facilitate, but I won't film. I have somebody okay. else filming it all yeah. and being down there, but I'm going to help like facilitate it. Cause the Falco guys loved it. And like, even like over Christmas and new years when there weren't clients and they had their kids, like I was there hanging out, hunting and filming. So it's like 
timeless, precious memories of everyone's families hunting and like that stuff's invaluable. And that was yeah. cool. Like JD and Josh were like, yeah, like even this one episode's worth it. Cause you get to see us all hang out and laugh. And there's some funny moments of like arguing between decision-making and like just honestly, just making fun of each other that I think is unique. So that's yeah, the dude. whole Falco beyond the blind thing. And that was like my whole season last year. And it was a lot of fun. And it was like, now all those guys are like brothers to me. So they're good. They're a really good crew and they hunt phenomenally and they have good chefs and everyone there's got a good attitude. What do you, uh, what do you think was the, the coolest thing you learned about hunting with those guys that you had never known? Great question, Joey. Cause they're very experienced. Yeah, and then diversity is, like, a lot of them come from Arkansas, and then you have, like, some of the younger guides who are all, like, local Oklahoma boys. Yeah. So, to me, it's really interesting to see the local Oklahoma boys and the Arkansas way kind of merge together. And um, I think that the one thing that I learned where, like, in the wheat fields, like there was a couple wheat fields that they had where it was like the what, same winter wheat, winter wheat. It'd be yeah. the same amount of winter wheat as all the other winter wheat fields, all the same distances from the root, like roost. But like, for whatever reason, this one wheat field pissed all the geese off to the point where it'd be like dirt and grass and hunting that field, the way that they hunted that field by spreading it out and doing different sides of it was really interesting. Cause it was like, for whatever reason, they don't get out of this field. It's a perfect, like huntable bird feed and like one day we shot 160 geese after already hunting it a couple days whoa and um that was in the fog and like the fog was heavy and the geese were like we don't know where you are it'd be a real shame if we heard some calling and then all the guys are calling <laughs> they're like we can find you and there was like echolocation between like a thousand lessers and like six guys calling and that was a really fun hunt and i'm like buried in tumbleweed and like i just told him like on my tripod set up like cover me up and like go to the blind and all the tumbleweeds wet and dewy i had like water on my lens like nothing was working and it was a pretty it was a really fun time but to like line up the 160 geese was a very 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 wide line of geese i don't mean to interrupt you but i wanted to talk about one of our sponsors it's first light and Derek, they have some really cool shit coming out this year. It's the Rugged Wool series and the Furnace Hoodie. Dude, it's like actually good wool that doesn't pill and it's durable, but it's real wool. And it says Furnace Hoodie, so I'm sold. It's yeah. going to be warm. You will be hot. Yeah. And warm. Hot, hot, hot at the same time. It's Furnace Hoodie. And they have it in camo patterns and also solids. solids. Yeah. I'm a solid. They have like a really good brown color. What is it? What is that it's called? I don't even know, dude. It's a really good brown, though. Hickory it it feels like... Color. Joey's like, what color spectrum? Do you know... Like, <laughs> you know your different kinds of wool, obviously, because you've worn Vormi and you've worn everything else. Like, heavy wool is good wool. Yeah. You know? But it's not too heavy to where it's like, whatever. It's just like a very athletic heavy. And it's an so organic you know it's material. It's going to last a very, very yep. long time. It's double, double lined and stitched yep. and nonsense, so... It's very good stuff. So you, Derek, should go on firstlight.com, check it out, because they just dropped a bunch of stuff for their 2024 waterfall, or 2023-2024 yep. season line. It's epic. It's not. Yeah, it's not 2022. They've already done drop that. Mm-hmm. And it is going to be 2024 next year. So this That's year crazy. is 2023. So just if you didn't know, it's 2023, and then Bingo. the following year is 2022. Four. Is it Star Wars? <laughs> For it. Am I in the Twilight Zone? <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
<laughs> Holy shit. Dude, okay, really quick. What was the what was the thing? So Joey asked you like what was the thing that was most interesting learning about those guys? What did you learn the most about yourself as a videographer doing that? Cuz like filming for 90 days just hunting, dude. Like what did you learn? The things that I learned yeah. was <laughs> um help out. Definitely the thing I want to the thing I want to learn is help out. Like the guides didn't necessarily want the um camera guy there to like mess up their hunt but yeah I, i'd be there every morning and try and help set up with them so i tried to set up every hunt and pick up every hunt as much as i could and then also just like film and be like a hand to them and help them out the thing i learned the most about myself is that i could take a seven day everyday video vlog series and put it into 22 minutes in 36 hours in a hotel room in enid oklahoma so yeah. like, that was a really challenging thing. just to be like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but that's life. Like you never know how you're going to do anything until you do it once. So yeah. that was the whole like editing process was like, I've never edited this much footage in this short of time, but I told him I would, so I will. And then that was like coming out of it, it's like, yeah, I can edit something. If you really, really, if you really need it, I can edit it. And the other thing I learned about myself is that I should buy Starlink because yeah. Oklahoma's Wi-Fi is like that of, I don't know, Africa. Like, it's just the worst. <laughs> like, Oklahoma's Wi-Fi is awful. Um, it's really slow. So I'd be, like, waiting at a hotel, and it would be, like, a 20-minute episode, and it would say, like, 38 hours until uploaded. And you're like, <laughs> Do I have to buy another night at this hotel just for this to happen? And then sometimes their Wi-Fi would cut out with the day. It happened to me once. It was, like... Since it was like 11, it shut off the Wi-Fi for that and I had to re-log in. So it was like 75% of the way uploaded and the whole episode dropped. And it was like, where am I going to go to upload this? Like, wh where's a faster Wi-Fi? Holy shit. They didn't have Wi-Fi at Falco? They had it at Falco, but all the clients are on it. So you had seven or eight devices on it. And then um, you had the guides up at the other shack. So it was like, it was all pretty washed. And I tested it at their place and it was yeah. a little bit slower than it was at the hotel. But yeah, it was just like, Editing all that and getting it all done is what I learned about myself. And Damn. Yeah, it was. And now this year, I learned that you should just hunt for yourself because this year I'm just gonna like hunt for myself and hang out. You're gonna hunt or you're gonna film? I'm gonna hunt. I'm really? just gonna hunt. I'm gonna hunt. Nice. Yeah, I don't want to film. Like we'll have to link up year. somewhere on the road. I just want to hunt with my dog or? for me. Yeah. Yeah. Just like this year, my dad uh, will be super available and retires in October from work. Oh, and so nice. I was like, Oh no. Yeah. I was like, we're going everywhere, everywhere. Like Hell you think yeah. I drive a lot by myself. My old man's in the truck. It's like, we'll go to New York. We'll go to Maryland. We'll go from Maryland over to the great lakes. And oh then my, my dad's like, no, we're not doing that. I was like, no, we are though. We are. So that's, that's my next, my next year. It's like, I want to hunt a bunch of different States. What does he want to do? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're hunting. Fuck him. Yeah. This last year was the first year since I can remember my dad taking me out where we didn't get a hunt together. Like it, uh, it was a really busy year for me. Did you go year on for the river her. in Cato? No, not last year once. Really? Mm -mm. That was the year before. I went on the river in Cato a couple times the year before, and my dad was with. We went down to like Wells too, but um, yeah, last year we never hunted uh, together, and I was like pissed off on the phone with them like come snow goose season i was like what are you gonna what are we gonna do we gotta hunt together at least one morning like this is bs um 
so yeah, this next year we're going to try and hunt together a bunch and I just want to hunt for myself. Like it's been a lot of years of me just filming and stuff and I still get to hunt. I still get to get my dog birds. I still get to shoot the gun myself, but not as much as I want to. And I just want to make like the good hunting memories that we all talk about for the pure intentment of making the good hunting memories type of thing. Are you still like glad that you do what you do? Yeah, no, I, that's why I'm really happy to work with outlaw, like working for outlaw, working in the light beer market and trying to like move beer is great. And I enjoy that because now I can empower all the friends and like family that I've built in the outdoor space and be like, Hey, you guys want a good light beer? And we can all just hang out rather than hey, do you need some work or like that type of thing? So like just distancing the dependency from the outdoor space was really like empowering for me to be like, no, this fall, I'm just going to hunt for myself. Like yeah. that's what everybody else does. They work all summer to hunt for themselves all fall. Yeah. I love it and I'm not complaining about it, but it's like I want to hunt for myself and like not go film for people and that type of thing. So yeah, that's what I'm, that's my goal. That's I'll probably awesome, film, but I'm maybe just like my dad and me or something like that and yeah i don't know fergus is seven so it's like i'm just gonna get him as many birds as i can seven eight nine ten and take them everywhere we're gonna go to hopefully new york this year shoot some black ducks and some mallards up Damn, in long dude. island it sounds like you're gonna go everywhere yeah that's the goal i drove too many miles this summer to not drive like at least fifty thousand this fall where's like the number one place right now that you're most looking forward to hunting this year it might even just be like Kate, like with your dad. I don't know, but just like, is there somewhere that's like circled on your list right now that you're like, that is going to be just epic? Yeah. Well, um, Wyoming. When yeah. I was back in Wyoming, so Falco, when I was there, I got time off for Thanksgiving and time off for Christmas. And I went back there both times and hunted just like with me and another buddy and had a phenomenal time, limited out and like shot birds really close, decoyed birds really well. And, it was, it was magical. And it was like, yeah, I just want to hunt close to home, like driving within an hour and hunting, getting home, taking a nap, watching college football. That's what I want to do this fall. Yeah, like, That's dude. what I grew up doing. And that's <laughs> like the best, like falling asleep to college football in the background oh, after public land hunting for the morning, Sunday golf, Sunday golf, snoozing, snoozing. Yeah, dude, that's the absolute best. There is nothing better than a great hunt in the morning and like Sunday afternoon tiger. Yes. Just take a little nip nab, wake I got, up. I got one better than that. Go What's ahead. That? Guaranteed. What is it? 100%. Not <laughs> in the podcast. Just and it's just ruined. Goes. So, <laughs> just to just bleep all of that and like yeah. let people guess what Joey said. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Totally. That sounds Because it, it is true, though. <laughs> that rocks. <laughs> yeah. It does. Your rock. socks off. No, that's pretty great. Like I said. Do we need to bleep that part out? People will be like, what did he say? You don't want to know. No. Yeah, the... Um, guess in the comments what I said. <laughs> don't guess in the comments. <laughs> what's the best... What's the... The most fulfilling thing before a hunt is just knocking out the deuce and drinking the coffee, knocking out the deuce before you get to the, the truck stop. Before the truck is put in park, taking your morning constitution... Is like key, like that'll put the mood in the good mood. If if like three people setting up decoys has to drop a deuce, truck. yeah, no, like if yeah, you if you go morning. to the field and three or four of the guys that are setting up like have to turn two, it's gonna be a slow setup. But if everyone's like, oh, yep, we're ready to go, ready to go, ready to go, 
that's another thing you got to be ready for. I don't know, man. There's something about stripping off your waters and taking a shit. You know, there's just something about no, it. No, I don't. I don't there's know. just something about, you know. I totally disagree. Duckweed going, like when you splash and it goes right into your bunghole. Yeah, you like that. There's something about that. Water. You know. I'm good. Feels like you just need to keep wiping. <laughs> there's just something about that. <laughs> Because you're using you're using cattails, that's why they're <laughs> wet cattails. You you keep wondering why you got to keep wiping. Well, now I'm bloody, you know, and so it's just a mess. <laughs> would you? What would the number be for you to bite a full cattail in your mouth? Like how? I've done it for five so for five dollars. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Oh, that's cheap. What was it like? Now was would I do scary? it again? Was it scary? I had a. It wasn't good. I I was honestly scared. I thought I was going to die. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you would almost choke like. No, you just like keep breathing in, keep breathing in cattails. Tiny seeds that <laughs> lodge in your inner skin. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you need like I literally just thought about the cattail in my mouth, and I was like, I do have to cough actually right now. It's so bad. No, yeah. it's not good. No, I don't think I would. I don't think I'd ever do that. But my my uh, my old buddy Shane, he he was passed out drunk on the the floating peat bog, and there was a bunch of cattails on there, and he was so hammered that he slept the entire hunt. So finally to wake him up, we took some cattails and smacked him right in the face with it. And he couldn't breathe for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Like they That's exploded. Dude. <laughs> That's fine. That's the best. But did he deserve it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. They get like caught in the beard too. Like if you get a cattail to the oh, face, yeah. it's like pulling them all out of your mustache and your no, beard. That's, that's very bad. I absolutely hate that. Um, yeah. That's pretty much the worst, and I've never done that, but I've seen a dude bite a cattail, yeah. and um, I thought he was going to die. Yeah, I've heard him like called- he was uh, coughing forever. I've heard him called nature's corn dog. Yep, nature's corn dog. Did, put some mustard on Did you guys ever do the it? cinnamon challenge? No. I didn't do the cinnamon challenge. Never did it. Did you? Nope. Yeah, see, like, <laughs> the other buddy, he did it. Not me. Mm. I'd be like, I'll get the camera going. Yeah, yeah, do I'll it, video it, you, dude. Cal yeah. was the do it guy. Joey was like that. This is why it's smart, and poor Carter's just got to cinnamon it up. <laughs> no, Carter definitely is not the cinnamon guy. No. I know Carter to be absolutely not. Carter is the peanut butter guy. You know what's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that, that mean? It's, it's worse. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. You'll figure it out someday. So. Just bleep that part out too. No, no, no I'm kidding. Not. I'm kidding. No, that would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny like, though. It's like this out Carter's someday. the mm, guy. <laughs> anyway, that's a great segue into our next sponsor, which is Sound Gear. <laughs> it it is so important to protect your hearing. You don't want your ears to sound like they're filled with peanut butter, so you need Sound Gear. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. No, seriously, uh, it is so worth to spend $1,400 on custom hearing protection so that you are not saying, huh? When what? you're 40. Do I'm you wear hearing protection, you. Derek? Go ahead and be honest. No. <laughs> yep. That's what I thought. No. That's but, what I thought. Um, yeah, you that look up. like you don't wear hearing I'm gonna protection. I'm going to be honest. Huh? That makes sense. You look like you don't wear hearing protection. <laughs> look at no, you. I'll just back up. You're, you've been wearing the same shirt for three days. Carter's no, okay, got his volume at max in the headphones. I got it Monday on to Snapchat Joey. Sent him the video about planning the podcast today. And then I took it off Tuesday. So it's been sitting on my washer and dryer. Not washed, <laughs> but sitting there. And I put it on today. If you put so it in the laundry. it's been less, worn less than a full day. You guys ever do that thing in college where you put your clothes on the floor and then they're on the floor long enough that when you pick them back up, they're just like good now? 
yeah, that kept going for me. I didn't stop yeah. in college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a duffel that's really smelly, and then the duffel that's ready to go for the next trip. <laughs> yeah. And if I got time, then I'll wash that old smelly duffel. But Yeah, it was like you'd wear the pair of jeans to a party just one night, though. Yep. And then you'd come home, and you'd be like, they're not that dirty, but like I should just wash them. So you'd throw them in the corner. You definitely do that. You I don't wash do jeans unless there's a visible and stain I'm married. on them. And yeah, there you go. And um, I don't do that anymore. And then like a month later, you're like going to another party or something. And you're like, you know, those jeans were fine. And so you go over there and you like smell them and they're, they don't stink. And you're like, they're good. And you just wear those. Here's yeah. the deal. As soon as I got married, my wife gave you so much shit about my clothing. Yeah, She's like, she started Joey, doing it all for you. First of all, you've had this since you're like 14, right? I'm like, for sure. Haven't grown. Yeah. And then she's like, you need to throw this shit away. And I was like, no, so much sentimental value there. Wake up one day, all my shit's gone, right? It's just gone in the trash. Love. And uh, and then I'm like, oh, okay. So I can't wear this anymore, so I have to put in the hamper, right? Wore it for two hours, sweat. Oh, my God, why would you? I'm like, cool. And now she gives me shit because I'm the only one with uh, stuff in the hamper. So she has to do so much laundry because of me. <laughs> and you know what? laundry. Like, this all you conclusion know is... <laughs> She, she does, does his laundry. laundry. <laughs> I, mean, like, I got a good traditional wife, bud. That's a good wife. That's a good wife right there. Shit, I'm here to tell you. I love that. But anyway, guys, if you want to protect your hearing and not sound like my dad, go to soundgear.com. Get huh? some instant fits. We have a uh, discount code MWF. Nope. Back up. Back up. MF, MF20. Nope. nope. 125. Yep. Yep. God. Holy okay. shit. That <laughs> is really bad. That dude. is MF125. Here's the thing. I actually thought about this the other day. In They're the all truck. different. We got to make them all the same. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to yeah, hit do. up every company and we're going to change all of them to Flyways. Don't type that in yet because it's not live. So the code right now at soundgear.com is MF125. It's 125 bucks off Instant Fits, which they are literally redoing right now. And are going to be sick when they come back out, I'm pretty sure. But they're still sick now. They're going to be rechargeable. Sick now. You can buy them now. Yes, you can sick get them now. right now. Sick now, they're buy sick now. Right now. Sick now, buy now. Even cooler later, buy later too. Yeah, 400 bucks to 275 with a discount. I just I just had a guy message yeah. me. No, it's a good fucking Wait, I thought deal. you said they're $1,400. No, no, for that's the for the customs. Sick. But you can get the instant fit ones that still do the same, close to the same thing. It's the customs, yeah. Not as nice, not as comfortable. They don't goo in your ear though. But they're, way, they're better in foam <laughs> ones. Yes. 275 bucks. Good with our MF 125. Yeah. I just had a kid message me. He's like, is it like, is it worth spending the thousand dollars on the silvers or should I just use your discount code and do the instant fits? I'm like, if you're even debating spending a thousand, just spend 1400. Yep. Spend the 1400. Yeah. As $100 off a of game fair last year. Not sure if it will be this year, but ooh. And I'm sure they will. I'm sure. If you're the young yeah. kid DMing Joey and Midwest flyways about if you want hearing protection, as the old heads hidden, sitting here, get hearing protection. Get As hearing the protection. The old heads. Aren't you like 26? Yeah, sure. Whatever, Joey. Um, How old are you? 28. Oh, big guy. But Ooh. it's like, that's my point. Ooh, it's like, if guy. you said a kid is DMing you, I'm talking to yeah, the yeah. kids. Yeah. Us and old heads. I'm going to say this right now. kids. That means you said you're buying sound gear. Yeah. Buying them right now. Sound gear. MF-125. Nailed it. Did it better than Joey fucking first time on the podcast in two years. You heard it right the first time, though. At this, you know, like if I had to spend like, what do you think it is? How do you think you would have done? Oh, what? MF-125? Mm-hmm. That's what I would have went with. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the next one would be Flyway yeah. 69. And then yeah, that's our discount code for LL Light. Yeah. Flyway 69. Flyway 69. 69% off. That's that's well, a we do a deal. buy one. We do a buy one get one. Uh, that's so actually six point nine percent alcohol. Ooh, those are the Rickies. <laughs> the Rickies? Yeah, the Rickies. What's the Rickies? So Ricky is the um, other company that I do creative direction for, and it's Outlaws co partner. They partnered with Breckenridge Distillery, and it is Ricky ready to drink cocktails. It's like vodka, um, lime, vodka, cranberry, vodka, this tequila, lime, tequila, lemon. Tequila, cranberry, whiskey, black cherry. It's all this stuff. Partner yeah. with like so. It's like celery. it's like better than high noon. It is better than high noon. We sell it for cheaper than high noon. And uh, yeah, in a twenty-four pack of this Ricky stuff, there's two bottles of alcohol. In one twelve pack, there's one bottle of alcohol. Oh my. So yeah, that's wild. I couldn't imagine what would happen to us if that happened. Yeah, when we well, were that's 21. unbelievable. Yeah, it's like, uh, I'm going to get... You know what that does remind me of, kind of? Don't know if I should say this. Say it. Four Loco. Four Loco. Holy shit. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, dude. Four Loco was absolutely insane. What was in that? Did you ever do Caribou Lou? Yes. The one 151 rum, pineapple juice, and Malibu, Caribou, make the ducks come. No, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gotcha. Carter's too young for that. Yeah, yeah Carter's no like, idea. what is this song? Who's Takani 9? It's scary. Don't look up Tech 9. You don't want to. <laughs> I know Tech 9. I don't know that. No, you but. don't, Carter. You will buy Tech 9? It's like when you told me you know Kanye. Shut up. Yeah. Disavow. Dude, dude we were uh, jamming on the TV here last week before the pod, or two weeks ago before the podcast. He had no idea who Bass Hunter was. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, Bass Hunter. Yo, Shannon, bud. It came out when <laughs> I, I was like two. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> We were just graduating. Oh, high you remember? School. Hey, you remember Benny Benassi? What's that song? Push Benny. me and then just touch me. Satisfaction. Yes, so I can get yes. my he didn't know that? satisfaction. No, he had no Did idea. you know the blue? The blue song? I didn't. We didn't oh, Eiffel 65. Yeah. I'm blue. Da, ba, dee, da, I know that one. Because you like Spy Kids. <laughs> Not Spy <laughs> Kids. Cajun OG. OG. Carter. Agent Cody Banks. Wow. Carter. Cody okay. Banks. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. Quick sidebar here. Quick sidebar. Tell me, tell me, um, Carmen from Spy Kids wasn't just hot as shit when you were a kid. The only thing hotter than Carmen never, and Spy Kids was the Big Mac that they microwaved fresh out the microwave. In the movie? In the movie. Remember when they made the. It looked they, great. They put that thing in there yep. and then they pushed yep. the microwave. And it turned into a Big Mac. She was still hotter than that. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Dude, you know what I was thinking about when we were quoting Shrek earlier? Where it's like, <laughs> I, I like that boulder. That's a nice boulder. <laughs> there are so many movie quotes that I'll never forget. And one of them is from Spy Kids, where they're like, oh, look at the floopies. And it's like the thumbs, you know, yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, but if we play it in reverse, floop is a yeah. bad man. Help, help us save us. us. <laughs> I would never forget <laughs> that. And help us save floop us. is a bad man. Help us save us, dude. That's Car- unreal. Carter's just and like, like the reaction of them hearing it in reverse too is the best because they're like so bad acting. It's like, <gasps> oh, we've got to save, save the floopies. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, why did you think it was normal for a bunch of hands dancing around in the first place? You know, it's these the future, guys dude. It's pretty like the chill. Games. <laughs> it's but like the now, Hunger Games, bro. But now that I played it back, something seems aloof. <laughs> aloof. <laughs> but when you play it in reverse, like these guys are totally fine with what they're doing First as far all, as you can you're see. you're fucking spy kids. Use your spy stuff. You shouldn't have to play stuff they in did reverse. to play it in reverse. Was it the watch? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Do you remember the girl who like touched her watch and then her hair would make her fly? Stop. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Remember when the... 
I always wanted this. Imagine if you, if like the <laughs> the duck hunting world had these and like at Swan Lake or something or like some big waterfowl refuge, everyone gets in pods and then it shoots it out. Remember when they escaped? Oh yeah. And they got shot out and then that little pod turned into a submarine. Where's the technology now? It's 2023 and we still don't have what they had in Spy Kids. Yeah. Step it up, Elon. Dude, I don't I'm need to go to the moon. I want the packet that goes in the microwave and turns into a Big Mac. I'm waiting for some new products in Waterfowl, like some crazy new shit. What kind of crazy new shit do you think they could come up with, dude? There's got to be, like, future futuristic stuff, right? I think a they spread, should use... A spread that sets itself. I think a spread that sets itself is something <laughs> unheard of. The decoy raft. <laughs> dude. Right, boom. <laughs> no. if, okay, if we Bro, have like like motorized goose decoys that you just program in a computer and then you turn them on and they just walk out in the field and stop. That's already that's already been made. What? Yeah, but it's like on an eye. It's like a metal eye track in the dirt, but oh. it's a bad product because if any dirt or mud gets in there, it's Hear me out. I got one. Roomba with Roomba. bigger wheels. Yep, that's what they need. Geese on it. And then and then you put your full bodies out, and then these ones move by the vision and be like, oh, there's a full body here. we got to back up. Hey, because then, though, totally different idea about motorized decoys. Walking around in the fucking field, moving. Yeah, so Roombas go for about 500 bucks. No, they don't. They're like 200 bucks now. Not with those big wheels, they What aren't. the fuck are DSDs? Yeah, $65 a decoy? We're not that they're, far they're, away. They're More closer to 100 Like 120 Okay, so we're even closer. So you could get an Amazon Roomba for the same price as one DSD. Okay, well here's the thing: Do you okay. want? Do you, <laughs> Sounds like we're pretty close. How many bud? DSD Roomba combos do you need to kill geese? Because what if you had five Roombas DSD combos and you just got ooh, 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 a live flock of geese? I like that. But if we do the the drone fireworks shows, why can't we just do like programmed animated ducks? Like have a tell like a you know like a teleprompter, teleprompt the ducks. What word am I looking for? Hologram, hologram, hologram. ducks, hologram ducks, hologram ducks. Oh, you think that's funny, Carter? <laughs> that would be a fun invention. I thought we were playing a game of like what's fun to uh, we are. Carter, how about you go if yeah, you got some funny? Yeah, why don't you go, Carter? Yeah, some what's a really us? funny fun thing, Carter? <laughs> yeah, Come on, Carter. I want to hear it. That's Come the on, best Carter. I can think of too. Yeah, let's just hologram get ducks. <laughs> Let, why don't we uh, invent a good podcast producer? How about that? <laughs> Carter, I didn't say that. They have this thing called Autopod. It's AI, actually. <laughs> you better think yeah. of something quick before that AI does, Carter. Yeah, yeah. You better think. Of, you better compute quicker than him. Holy yeah. shit! And it, Carter, you fucking walked yourself into it's that. It's iRobot and iCarter, and iCarly died off way quicker than Damn, iRobot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she was hot when I was a kid there, too. Yes, she was super hot when I was a kid. Um. What's her name? It's Miranda something. Miranda Lambert. Cosgrove. No. Hey, guys, Carter literally doesn't even know who we're talking about right now. I know I Carly. Wait, no, you okay, don't. then who's the brother who yelled stuff? Let me get a good Spencer. Give me a good Spencer yell. <gasps> I don't I don't got the Oh yell. my god. I got his name. She nailed that. Kid. Yeah, she nailed oh, yeah. Disney kid. You're a Disney kid. That was kid? on Nick, but yeah. You're on I was on Nick kid. both. He goes, I was on Nick. Uh oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> get it right. Not, well, a, that was not a Disney boy. We need autopod, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much sass. No, I'm just kidding. Carter, you're doing great. You're fucking All right, Joey, what's your, um, what's your stupid uh, duck invention? That'd be cool. It's not going to Dude, I've been, I've been saying it for years. It's uh, kites. Yes. Kites. So it looks like yes. a bird is landing. So like you have a kite out, and you just press a button, and it spools it down like it's landing. 
I swear to God, that shit will fucking murder. Do you remember when... I think we've talked about that. Shields had sold the flapping goose that you could attach to, like, a... Like, they sold... It Higdon. wasn't... Higdon, right? Didn't yeah. Higdon make it? It was, like, a little flapping thing? Yeah, it would go like this, and then the wings would come in. But you could tie, like, a string to the belly and a string to the nose or something like that? Huh. There was one that was sold at Shields or Gander Mountain, like, 2005 to 2012 or whenever. Okay. And the... My dad bought it, and we went south of Mankato, and we put it up on a huge cane pole with, like, a, a string attached to it, and that thing just went like this the whole day. We didn't kill any geese anytime that thing was out, right. but it was, like, the same kite thing, and you were supposed to use the wind, but it really, really sucked. Because well, you know those, like, balls that spin that you use for, like, snow geese? Yeah. If I you agree. did something like that for ducks, like, you had, like, the... Uh, Gen 1 Lucky Duck that was just flapping. So if you had something like that, but it was somewhat realistic, like on a kite. Yeah. And then you just click a button when birds are like kind of being finicky. So it looks like one bird is coming and landing. Dude, that would murder. And like it doesn't necessarily have to flap. Like you could just have no, it just yeah. do this and like like have the wind go through the feathers. But yeah, something 100%. coming in. I like that one. Well, maybe you could just have it up on a telescoping pole and it looks like a mojo or a Lucky Duck and it just comes down. As the wings are spinning. There's like know? five companies in the outdoor space that listen to your podcast religiously and are chomping at the bit to start making this prototype their own. I want royalties. They won't give it to you. <laughs> yeah. This is the outdoor industry, laddie. Yeah. You don't get nothing. We just steal your ideas that are posted about online. Wow. I expected more Holy from shit. your Irish accent, your Scottish accent. Do it. Hi, laddie. Okay, well, I wasn't... We want more. We we need more. That's that's really good. Das, it's really good. That went. That was that went, German. That was very German. I can't keep. Guten Tag. Joey travels across the mid European continent just within an accent. He just goes from like Polish, German, Italian, <laughs> Irish, Scottish. That was backwards. But I got a tip for you. Yeah, nice work. Even What's though we're not doing just the tip today, but here's Do my it. tip. Give me one, dude. I'm telling you, when I was uh, going around Europe. Spanish got me everywhere. Yeah. Like knowing Spanish got me every everyone understood me. What did you ask in Spanish to people, I guess? Well, I would just like ask for coffee. I'd I'd order off the menu. They didn't understand any English, especially in Italy, cuz it's like a a letter off. So like bicycle is bicicleta and in Spanish it's bicicleta. Uh, so yeah. it's like super close, but if they don't know English, they for sure know Spanish. And so See? No, or they can Spanish. at least make, like, sense of the right. Spanish. Right. And then a lot of this and pointing. It's like, hey, what do you think? You got the thing. Te gusta? <laughs> Te gusta, si or no? Si or no. Más o menos. Oh, okay. Así, así. All right. <laughs> well, before this goes off the rails, I want to introduce our next sponsor, which is one I know you use all the time, Derek. Onyx. Onyx. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tell me how life would be without Onyx, especially in Oklahoma, where there's no fucking cell signal half the places you go. Yes, Onyx is huge. I use uh, Onyx for scouting fun places to fish in Wyoming, scouting where to hunt in different states. The feature that I got turned on by you guys was the no roads, like that purple yep. stuff. I just get a kick out. Like, you can turn on... Joey looked at me confused. There's a filter that says like no roads so it'll show like a heat map of where the fewest roads are and when i was driving from wyoming to oklahoma 
like northern New Mexico and southern Colorado, like that whole corner of all that is just purple. It's kind of cool. And like there's just not a lot of roads. So I get a kick out of that just looking at it to be like, oh, that's pretty cool that there's literally no roads in this one corner of this state and that state. And it's crazy that they have that data. And then I haven't done the crop um, filter crop layer, but I look forward to that this fall. That's unreal. Pretty killer. Was that available in the previous years or just this fall? I think uh, it, I think I, it was available at the end of last year. Yeah, because I for I, sure use it last year. Badass. It was newer. Badass. Like I, I updated the app and I was like, "What is that?" And then I couldn't turn it off, so I had to call Ben Brett again. I'm like, "What do I do?" Because now the map is <laughs> extremely confusing. Yeah, I can't see through all the. I layers. can't see it, laddie. <laughs> I just can't <laughs> see it, Captain. <laughs> you know, done. you know who you sound like. Mm-mm. Dead serious, fat bastard. <laughs> That's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> Wait, I thought Fat Austin Bastard Powers. was the the he's the, Scottish. Yes, yeah, the pinnacle of sound Scottish. Like fat guy. Bastard, dude. Mm-hmm. I can't do it, Lottie. So I sound like him, but you look like him. Boom, no. roasted. <laughs> cut that, that's, Carter. That's, cut that's that's fucked up. Cut that. Cut that. Fucked up. Damn, dude, I, you're talking in his accent. I just can't do it, Captain. Captain. So Honestly, ninety percent of Midwest Flyways podcast that I enjoy is when Joey starts to enjoy how he sounds in the mic, and then when Cal and Joey start to do accents together. Like when I'm listening in the car, I'm like, "This is funny," because it's whenever I'm here, this is what I enjoy the most: is talking into a mic that reverbs back into your ear. Directly. <laughs> what do you What do you think is your best accent, though? Like if if you're like, no, hey, really, they, they don't know that I'm the person. Really quick, yeah. By the way. <laughs> You you can use our discount code. What is it, Joey? Do it in that best accent. Oh, MWF thirty. MWF thirty. Is it? Just put it I on. The it was twenty. It's twenty. Fuck. Yeah. MWF twenty. Yeah, it's on the screen. MWF twenty. It's on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm blaming so the outlaw. Just go look. MWF twenty. I'm blaming twenty percent off any of your Onyx memberships through us. It's worth the investment. Okay. It is. Anyway, I mean, just ahead. save yourself some money. What's your favorite Why accent, not? Derek? Like, what I mean by that is <laughs> they're not going to know I'm not from here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to know at all. I like, don't have that one. Like, yeah, you guys do that one really good. I don't know. It's like why. really easy. Like, me and Joey, <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing it for like a lot of years, you know? Um, so Cholo is a big, big fan <laughs> favorite. I like, um, like doing a classic Jim Carrey accent um, where you just like, pull any Jim Carrey quote out and try and sound like him in the moment. That's probably my favorite one. Or, um, yeah, I would probably say the... Uh, You're a big Southern guy. You love the I Southern do. Joe Dirt. Man, I'll get down on that Southern accent because <laughs> I tell you what, there's some of these dudes I'd be guiding and they say, they say that I've been seeing these raccoons coming, raccoons. Up, coming up into my holler. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if this offends you, but... Okay, this is funny. I had to... Yes. Yes. No. no, Um. When uh, Camo Retro, shout out Camo Retro, love Logan. Yeah. He sent me a Snapchat. Camo Retro shirt. He sent me a Snapchat the other day of him working on his chicken farm. Yeah. Classic. And it took two of the Snapchat full sixty seconds to get what he did through in a day because it was like, man, I've been down here at the chicken farm. I'm going to kill every single one of these chickens, and the only thing that's keeping me from killing them is knowing they're shipping out next week. He, sent me, he sent me some wild shit. Yes, and he was like, farm. man, if I don't get these chickens lined up. He Snapchats me. It's like 10 o'clock, and he's like, 
I got to put 83 of these chickens things down here. But Logan tells his story slowly. And I, I don't. I'm like, Joey, you don't. I know you don't. You're like, story done. Sounded like the kid from, um, that's my best, that's my best accent is, is Donnie from Wild Thornberry. Dude, remind me to show you a freaking video later of him throwing the boomerang. Talking about. Like pulls out all the silverware, throws it in the air, and just throws a boomerang. Dude, that one's good. And also, I think I could do a good Nigel Thornberry. Oh, one of my favorites, dude. Nigel Thornberry. Loisa, there's an elephant below the RV. <laughs> Dude, the 1920s African safari British accent. The snoring. <laughs> That's Queen Wildbeast. Eliza Thornberry. Eliza Thorn. Eliza! Unbelievable. Well, uh, I know what Derek watched. No, honestly, that was... Childhood. I loved Eliza Thornberry because I was like... Oh, I was so curious Would that about not animals. be the best power in the world as a kid to be like, Hey, lion, don't eat me. Let me ride on that back, and we can go run through a bunch of zebras. Name a better power. Zabumafu was fake. Steve Irwin was gone, taken too soon. Jeff Corwin is kind of a cheese dick. <laughs> so I had Eliza Thornberry. An animated cartoon. She could talk to animals. <laughs> Zabumafu was fake. He says, "Hey, dude, guess what? <laughs> I love. Your, I do you love watch your fucking yeah, mouth I do love when Zubumafu. you talk about Zabumafu. I do love Zabumafu, but dude, when the lemur's not the lemur, at the beginning of the show, in the middle of the show, and at the end of the show, <laughs> it's kind of sus. He died, dude. Dude, Steve my my died. daughter, my daughter, no, Zabumafu did. Yeah, he was. My a daughter has a Zabumafu uh, stuffed animal, and every time I pull it out, I'm like. Zabumafu. Zabumafu. And it's the coolest thing. So that, was, that was a great... And what did he say at the end? Go out and like pet a wild animal or something? Like, why don't you go catch a snake? That's what he said at the end of every show. That's bad. Really? <laughs> Depending on what state you live in. That's he, bad. No, he's, he, at the end of it, he'd be like, make sure you go see a wild animal today or play with an animal today. That was how they ended all the Zabumafus. Yeah. And Derek turned that into, in his head... Snake. Why don't you go catch a wild snake? <laughs> yeah. They're like, why don't you go see an animal today? And Derek was like, I'm going to catch maybe if you, Maybe don't tackle do that. a skunk. Maybe <laughs> don't do that if you live south of Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. South of Nebraska, don't tackle or catch any snakes. It's a good idea. Dude. It's a really good idea. Dude, I love the nostalgia. No, if I if I had to pick an accent for me, it's a 1920s British safari um, or just like an extremely rich person. Mm. So it's like. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Reginald, Reginald yeah. pull the car around oh. and make sure the bubbly is chilled. Oh. Thank you. Punky. Oh, punky. <laughs> Bring car Why don't you around. dust off my finest mink hat? <laughs> but we're going to the gentlemen's club to see the women amongst the stairs slide down from the top to the bottom. They can't vote yet, and that's what's hilarious. <laughs> These women are out of the kitchen. Ah! What a spectacle we to don't, behold. We're not like that. <laughs> we're not like that. That's the accent. Just curling a mustache as he yes. does it. Moving his, moving his For monocle. Sure. For sure. Do not pass. Go. Do not cut. Guy doesn't know how to do 
a fucking thing. Besides somebody picks Mal out help. his outfit. Somebody drives him. Oh, somebody yeah. cooks his food. That's Joey's best. Oh, accent. how dare I do a thing? It's either that or Australian. You do a killer Australian. It's my favorite. Uh, Jeff Irvine out of uh, New Zealand had yes. no idea that I wasn't from there. Really? Yep. That's when he, you know he it's was a good like one. he was like honestly that was the best American Australian accent I've ever Any heard. Chance. And that made me feel so good. Yeah. Like Le- legit question. <laughs> do you think you could do our my grad in a full Australian accent? Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Right right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. All right, I might guys. get into it. Hey, hey, shut up. All right guys, here's the deal. Hold on, let me crush this, this pint. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Migra Ammunitions. And here's the deal. It's got a nice two four stack load, and it, it just absolutely pummels. It flogs them. The geese, the Canada geese, and now they're flying like this, and then all of a sudden the migrate just smokes it right in the chest and the ass wherever you shoot it, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, oh, oh no, oh no, I've been struck, oh, no. I've been oh, struck no. by a brick shit house. <laughs> oh no, brick shit house that oh no, you know, <laughs> finish strong, sir. That was four continents in one Uh, Thanks for listening guys Be sure to check out My Gray Munitions On the website And the podcast link And uh, we don't have a discount Because it's really good shit And illegal I think Yeah you probably can't give discount Didgeridoo shells out there Yeah you can't be playing didgeridoo We literally can't even link you to buy it Is this ad didgeridoo It's didgeridoo Migra. Great job, dude. Migra. Migra. The way you said ammunition, it was so good. Ammunition. Ammunition. Migra. Dude, I don't even think you can hunt in Australia. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. In just one part For of it. rabbits only. Yeah, we no, just no. did this. You can shoot ducks. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can shoot ducks. But though. if you, you do it, there's like four or five hundred pro- There's like 500 protesters that they like hide in the grass. With and the sometimes safety vests. When you shoot air horns. And then when you shoot ducks, they go out, swim out, and get them. Do they know that that makes me want to shoot ducks even more? I don't think they. They don't give care a what shit. you think. I don't yeah. think. <laughs> well, tell them that I don't care what they think. He's a deal, guys. They're in Australia, mate. Pretty sure we know. <laughs> Pretty sure they know how you feel, Dave. He's a deal, mate. We got bull sharks. We got great whites. We got um, ammunition thieves. We got absolute psychopaths sitting in the cattail raids. They're trying to steal our dicks. So <laughs> just the dicks. glob them, crane off. Have you seen that um, big deck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got ourselves a big dick here. We're gonna <laughs> paint it with stain. Yeah. We got a big dick. <laughs> Holy shit, mate! You got a huge dick here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, mate! That dick's sturdy. <laughs> you never tell me about how big your dick was. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like the writers of that one. Holy shit. That's uh, so funny. Uh, they were just standing there looking at a regular like cedar deck. Yeah, like, hey, that's a bang of deck. <laughs> good deck. So good. There was these women from New Zealand that one of them was an opera singer uh, in New Zealand and like traveled the world. They were like 55 and traveling together. And my buddy and I stopped by and they were doing karaoke. And one of them could sing like you wouldn't believe, like really good singing. And both of them had hilarious New Zealand accents and my buddy Aiden who lives in Wyoming was like so we have grizzly bears and wolves and mountain lions and she was like well we have saltwater crocodiles freshwater crocodiles jellyfish that kill you when you swim in the water things in the sand that stab your feet and make you bleed and you have to get like peed on uh, sea urchins 
what sharks. stabs you in the foot in the sand? Like, like some like sand flea thing that like what? Yeah, it's like a parasite. And my buddy was like, "So would you rather have the bears or all of that stuff?" And she was like. Oh, honey, you can keep your fucking bears. I don't want any of your bears. Like, I'd rather have a fucking shark than a bear. And I was like, I'd rather have a bear than a shark. Me too, for sure. Thousand percent a bear. But yeah, that's uh, the uh, dude. Here's one thing that's world. crazy. Now that we're talking about like random things that can kill you or whatever, dude. You guys ever hear about in the Amazon? There's a like little. I don't know if it's like a fish or what it is, but when you go into the Amazon and you pee in the water, I know this. It's it senses your piss or whatever, can smell it, whatever it is, and it f- will swim up your dick hole into the beep. Yeah, the the parasite. Yeah, it's like a parasite, but it's a breed uh-huh. of a catfish. It's like a catfish. And bro, once it goes in, I'm he- I heard that it like hooks its barbs in. You. Yeah, it's like a fish hook. You can't get it out. Oh, I heard it hurts as bad, or it's twice as bad as a kidney stone. Getting it out. Never <sighs> pee underwater anywhere, dude. dude. Honestly, after I think I was like eighteen, after I heard that, I haven't pissed in no. a pool, a river, no. a lake, nothing. No, uh, like pool for sure. You've pissed in a pool since then. Oh, no. I don't. I don't pee in pools. Cal's like the guy. That's dude. fucked up. It I depends. It depends on how many outlaws. I'm glad I'm we're talking about this, dude. I'm really glad we're talking about this. If you pee in pools, I'm dead serious. Get your fucking life together. <laughs> I get your life. Last time I was in a pool. But hey, dude, if you can't step out of the pool, no, 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 I agree. And just pee in the grass for God's sake. No, if you're at a at personal very back least, pool, if you're like at a backyard pool, yeah, you can't pee in that. What? If you're at a public pool, same thing. You can walk there, <laughs> bro. I was on a bachelor trip, and these guys legit like after the Great whole giggling. weekend was over, telling me that they pee in pools. And I'm like, we've been in a pool, a private pool in the backyard the entire weekend. You guys are peeing in the pool. They're like, yeah. They're like everyone pees in pools. I'm like, no, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't, sir. I stand up and I walk my fucking lazy ass out of the pool. Takes literally one minute. Then I get back in the pool. Just telling you, man. I'm just saying. It's it's this is serious shit. Okay, Cal. Um, what's the one thing in a hunting season that if you had to have it without, you could give it up? Out of all your hunting arsenals, out of like the decoys. The blinds, Ooh, okay. the guns, the calls. If you had to give one up for a season and go Is it without, just those things I have to choose from? I don't know. I guess you could probably think of a couple other ones. Joey, the same to you. Can I, like, if I, I say one, can I, like, <laughs> makeshift it to be different? No, it's like you just have to cut just it out. Just completely the, gone. Yeah. Flags. Wow. That's that's too low on the totem pole, I think. I think Derek was singing more big picture stuff. Okay, Carter? I like a flag. That, that can add to it, but... You need a gun. Can't get rid of that. Not necessarily. I just said it as an option. I didn't say it was yeah. an option. Yeah. I mean, you could shoot a bow and arrow, I guess. He put you, you, on, the, he put you on the spot. So I'm not going to do that. Those um, videos are cool. Mm. Just like me personally or the entire group we're with? Everyone can answer their own personal question, right. I guess. For me personally, I'd probably get my call up. I'm not as I'm not good enough on a call. I don't think for it to like. That's why change my fucking world. Joey, Joey wouldn't say that. So blinds, I was gonna say that's why I was like I'm interested because blinds, decoys, calls, guns, flags, spinners. Oh fuck! If we're gonna go into flags, well, and then you could also I mean, say shit. I'll say boat. flags. I'll say spinners. Your plug. I mean, how far down the road are we going? <laughs> Get out. AI. 
I think AI, we go, go back sure to the now. Like, no, I, I chose. Sure I chose from the There's bigger. There's game wardens that listen to this, <laughs> and that was a joke. Green jeans. Yeah. Listen here, Mister Police Officer, that has more power than a police officer. Um, um, it was a yoke. It was a yoke. Estoy jugando. Okay. See, I pick from the big categories. You pick from the big categories. Okay. Um, Do it. Gone. Just catch him bare hands. Yeah. He's <laughs> so good at calling. So good at calling. So good in his hide. So good that he can just forfeit the gun and be like, "Yeah." Ooh. Well, I, have we ever talked about woo woo on the podcast? Woo woo. I don't know if we have. Okay, me. remind me about woo woo because it's unbelievable. So, um, I would probably give up uh, blinds. Yeah, that's where I wanted to go because like in that. my head I was like, I can, but I can't make like, a makeshift blind, can I? That's no, why I asked. No, that. I would say. I That's think why I asked if that. you couldn't have a blind, that would mean you're hunting with purely nature. Purely nature. Okay. I'd totally do that. I'd do that for Curled sure. up next oh. to a tree. Well, retracting his answer doesn't That's count. That's why I literally asked the question, can I make a makeshift yeah, one? But, what else do you think that was but about? You didn't, Guns? But you didn't ask, so. Make my own gun. Fuck. I, so you I didn't ask. ask. I literally asked. Carter. Carter, Carter, what are you giving up? Your balls? I'm giving up my gun. <laughs> I didn't use it. <laughs> Last year, so it's fine. <laughs> See, there we go. Yep. No, Camera you guy. use it. You use it on one hunt, Carter. Yep. Shot what, what about you, Dave? Shot better than you that hunt. You did. Yep. He did. Damn. He did. The wind died down at that point. Uh huh. <laughs> so you're shooting migers. <laughs> I was shooting migers, yep. but that was like a 25 mile an hour crosswind. Not fun. Didn't seem to bother Carter. Yeah, excuses don't kill birds. Damn. Um, the <laughs> thing I would give up would be. Drinking? I can't probably wait the, for you to say some decoys or Probably some the shit. calls. Yeah. Well, we. Yeah, because A, not that good. B, well, we know why. Visibility is important. But I did kill some geese last year that didn't even see me, but they only heard me. So, yeah. Maybe. No, I'm still going to give up the. That's I'm still going to give the calls. So, woo woo. Yeah, woo woo. Um, back at the Lacquapara Lodge. Woo-woo. So, he, he went to jail, by the way. Woo woo. Woo woo did, yeah. He was like one of the best goose callers of all time. And at that time, Tim Grounds was still coming to the lodge like five, six times a year. And Woo Woo could blow a goose call and a mouth call better than anybody. And so in the parking lot of the lodge, this guy was calling in geese with his mouth and they were landing on gravel during hunting season. And then he was sniping the ones with bands with a BB gun. (laughs) This guy's insane. Yeah, he was insane. Sometimes I will get caught in Facebook Marketplace bad. Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> what do you search for in Facebook Marketplace? Like stuff for the house or like fun toys? Um, no, not toys. fun toys. Uh, yeah, I mean. Lightly used. Okay. A <laughs> um, couple different things. Carter, can you quit giggling over there? I swear <laughs> to God. Yeah. Turn off your mic. I'll no one wants my mic. No, no problem. <laughs> he did cut it. He literally cut it off. <laughs> I can just hear him giggling over there. <laughs> no, okay. Did you really want to know? <laughs> yes, yeah, of I course know. I really. I mean, know. I, I like. I definitely have like an affinity for like super cool vintage furniture, in a weird way. So like, <laughs> t- 
Tiger Oak, if I see any, like I will just search Tiger Oak. Oh I, my sick. God. It's Nigel, sick. would you pick me up the Tiger I'm a Oak? Carpenter, bro. I'm a carpenter. I literally work on this shit all day. Would you please and pick me up the Tiger man, Oak I don't know, dresser? Dude, sometimes you'll see like Tiger Oak dressers for like 40 bucks and they're like, you cannot get Tiger Oak really anymore. So it's just sick. <laughs> yeah. That, oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else. You are so bougie. Nigel, would you please pick That's me up the armoire? These things yeah, are but like- stop talking over me. <laughs> That's what That's what guys who want Tiger Oak do. They talk over. Damn. Carter, why don't you cut? You wouldn't even let me finish the joke. <laughs> Go ahead. That's messed up. No, you literally said Joke's I look dead. like fat bastard earlier. <laughs> you can fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad Carter cut holy shit. his mic because he'd still be hacking over there. I mean, Carter sounded like the intro you. to my Nigel, my Nigel one. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Just like <laughs> no. Lately, I've also been looking for a vintage camper because me and Joey are considering. Joey and I get, thank the, you. get out, grammar. Thank get you. the fuck out. God, thank grammar, you. dude. I didn't even Joey graduate and college. I, and Joey I and that. I have been talking about the potential if we want. To do like a mobile podcast studio in like a sick old vintage camper, like a Shasta or something. Like the um, old time hockey guy who's like, well, hello there, I don't, buddy. No, I don't. Yes. He's got an old Winnebago. Yeah. Okay. Not like that, but something cool. I think it'd be cool yeah. for your podcast to go mobile. Be sweet. Mobile. Yeah. Nice. Y'all be option. on that mobile home stuff, getting all across yeah. the years and stuff. And Not to be confused with mobile. Plus, like, who doesn't just check truck prices all the time? Just like see where things are at. Just... Seeing what's on the market. I like to go out there and see, like, definitely can't afford most of that. <laughs> right. You look and you're like, thank God I work today because <laughs> could not afford that even if I tried. Yeah. Can I like, thank God my truck runs. Yeah, for you, for sure. Um, one thing I want to highlight, um, we won't post the video for it just because you told me never to share it. But one thing I really appreciate you <laughs> for is... Uh, you know when your dog is acting up? I hate you for this, but yeah. You know when your dog is acting up? I and you're just yeah, like, I hate you for this. But like, here's what, I, here's what I respect about you. It's like, <laughs> no, the training never stops with the dog. Like, if you're messing up, like, you're going to get, you're going to get whooped a little bit. You're going to get told. You know, to so do. we're guiding as Stuart, and we had a guide hunt. Just buddy hunt, yeah. Yeah, just a buddy hunt. And we smoked the birds that day it was really fun we kept trying to like take pictures and just be like stupid and then there's like a 50 pack of gadwall that come in we're like wax them who who has a gun it's like i don't know it's like run 15 feet to get the gun and like shoot two out of it it's like a miracle but derek (laughs) we dropped a couple we dropped a couple we dropped i'll say i'll I'll take over so joey doesn't ruin the story one dropped at the 12 o'clock straight out on an island in front of us Fergus was on the left side of the blind and saw a bird fall to the left side of the blind. So I like, and I think he was the only dog. So I was like, okay, let's go get the far one across the straight ahead one. Cause that one was a mallard. And I was like, we're going to go get the mallard first. I line him up to go straight. And as soon as I say loose, he takes off left. I was like, nope. And I get him back and I line him up straight. It was and like I'm like 15 times. Loose. And he goes left. I was like, nope. Again, like Joey said, it was like 15 times. And I didn't have waders on, but I kept moving further into the water. So his only avenue wouldn't be to go on the dry bank and go left. It would be to swim straight in the water. And every time I'm like, I'm like ankle deep and I'm like calf deep and I'm like knee deep. And I'm like, now Derek's pissed because he's pissed. wet. I'm wet because I'm like my dog. I was in, it was one of those things where he was four. 
So he knew enough, and I could tell this was a moment where he was like, no, 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 Spike. there's a duck over there. And I'm telling him, no, there's a duck over there, but there's also the duck over there I want you to get first. So like that was this moment, which was really fun for me as like first time dog owner, trainer to be like, holy shit, like my dog thinks he knows what he's doing and he doesn't need me, but I have to tell him that he needs me. So I was trying to line him up further and further out and deeper and deeper out. And finally, like I send him loose when I can't take it anymore. And he goes, jumps forward once, turns left. And I like jump into the water basically <laughs> after him, pick him up like like you do when you're throwing a, like your friend in the pool or you're playing chicken in the pool with some girls or something. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, throw him over, like throw him over my shoulder towards the duck. And he like flies, lands. I didn't grab him by the scruff or anything. I just bellied him, threw him into the water. He lands. I look over and Joey's freaking phone is pointing at me. And I was like, if you ever post that video, I will physically kick your ass because my dog learned something. And it's funny because when Fergus landed in the water, he looked back at me and I was like that way. And he turned around and he went on the island. And as soon as he hit the like as soon as he hit the island, he was like, I smell a duck. And he went and grabbed the duck, came back. And when he came back, it was like, yeah, I kind of realized that you were probably right about that. And then he went and got the duck to the left and everything was fine. But yeah, it was one of those moments where it was like, my dog thinks he doesn't need to listen to me. And it's great because he is right. There is a duck over there. He's not wrong. But I need him to go get this one first. And it was kind of a pride moment where I was like, I want my dog to go get this one first. And I said so. And then, yeah, Joey's filming it. Dude, Unbelievable. Dude, I was laughing so hard. And like Derek was obviously like very focused on like training his dog but he was so angry and I was laughing so hard because I'm usually that guy. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is incredible. And also he has like Viking commands for his dog. Yeah. Loose. Loose. Yeah, say loose. Yeah. Loose. And that's really it mm. on me and loose. That's it. Loose is go uh, on me. is like, you should get on my leg so I can line you up. So yeah. I, I literally have never laughed that hard at someone reprimanding their dog. He did laugh pretty hard because it was funny because it was like... You just cried laughing right now. It was like, he was like, I was like, that way. Joey just watched it all go left every time and he watched me point it straight and it went left every time. He watched me point it straight and to the point where I'm like drowning myself. Like, I'm like belly deep in the water and I'm throwing the dog. I'm completely soaked. I'm like, that way. And finally he got it and he went. It was hysterically funny. Derek was, Derek was so committed to like... I no, no, no. We're doing this the way that I'm telling you to, and he gets soaking wet in the process. <laughs> in just... reality, if I would have let <laughs> calmer heads prevail, I could have yeah. let my pride down and let him get the dog, the duck to the left, and then called him back, and he probably would have went where I sent him, being yeah, like, yeah. I already got the one I was thinking of. Like, it was so funny, like, looking back, it's like, I could have just let him get the fucking duck. No, but that one wasn't fully dead. It wasn't fully dead, Joey. That's so why you we went to, for the first yeah. one. You're right. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Yep. But yeah, it was one of those things where it's like... You did the right thing in the end. But and it was just hysterical because it was like, I look over and Joey's filming. So if your buddy's ever training in a dog... <laughs> definitely film them. Film them, but don't post it because Joey's a good friend. I didn't post it. it. Yeah. It's unreal. But yeah, that was a great one. Great advice. This has been unreal. And Derek, thank you so much for coming back. Thanks Recurring, for me, boys. recurring guest. One of our favorite recurring guests. Clap it up. Party, you want to play some outro music for us? All right, dude. Derek, out. Thanks, bro. Love you, dude. I love you guys. Um, Been a blast. Check out Derek. Genuine. Derek Helms. See what he's been up to. He's literally always on some crazy adventure. 
So go follow along with him on Instagram. A, gen- a genuine Instagram account that I really like. Same. Look, I, if it doesn't come across my algorithm, I will check up on you at least once every two weeks. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate yep. that. A, re- a real, I like me. that you said that because it's not, you don't, you don't post what you think people want to see. You post what you want to post. Like a video of me jumping yeah. off a dock seven times in yeah, eight dude. different angles. Like an, an idiot. It's <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Put a lot of time into that though, huh? All I, I was building a cabin all day and I was like, what yeah. am I going to do? Think of what I'm going to jump do. in the water. Uh, guys, leave us a review. Check us out in all our other channels. See you guys soon. Get out there and hunt. Get hey. out there and hunt this fall. Touch Derek, an animal. By the Touch way, an dude, one more thing. Yeah.